Hey gang, what's going on? Welcome to Talking Vegas All Day with K.A. I'm your host, K.A., and on today's show, I'm going to be sharing some stories about haunted properties in Las Vegas on the Strip and downtown. Now, whether or not you even believe in that stuff, there are still some great haunted stories for this Halloween season. Which leads me into my question of the day. Have you ever had paranormal experience while visiting Las Vegas? If you have, please leave a comment. We would love to hear from you. And make sure to hit that like button. And if you like the show, please leave a comment. Or even better, click subscribe. And if you want to interact with me on social media, I'm on Twitter at Vegas underscore KA. And on Instagram and Facebook at Talking Vegas All Day with KA. Also, the show is available on Apple and Spotify platforms as well. And with that, let's get started on this paranormal episode of Talking Vegas All Day with me, K.A. First up on our list, we are heading downtown to Fremont Street. Old Las Vegas definitely has its history of vice and some of that has stuck around even after people's deaths. Many of the hotels and casinos have had their fair share of haunted history. And to start out, we are going to check one of the oldest continuing operated hotels and casinos in Las Vegas, the El Cortez. Built in 1941, this place has a history complete with mafia ties, such as Bugsy Siegel and Meyer Lansky, as well as other shady characters from the past which makes it a prime for paranormal activity. First story comes to us from Ghost City Tours, and I have the link in the description. And apparently, Mr. Stiegel is still fond of his one and his old hangouts. Employees have seen transparent white disembodied hands reach out from the darkness in entirely empty rooms. Guests staying in the cabana suites, room 364, known for its seclusion from the commotion of downtown, have heard loud repetitive knocks on the door when no one else is staying there. Shadowy figures appearing in the corner of the room, still in silent, and vanish the moment their presence is detected. Another story coming from the site only in your state, and a legend has it that in 1963, Jackie Garham purchased the El Cortez, Garam was fiercely loyal and provided an excellent standard of care to his customers. However, he did harbor a little secret in the basement of the hotel. The cremated remains of several bodies, and it's said that many of these ashes belonged to former employees who had no family, as well as others, shall we say, rivals, in their place at the El Cortez on many haunted Las Vegas lists. It's one of the most haunted. Another story claims that Siegel's henchman, Fat Irish Green, was left behind at the Al Cortez. Green allegedly had a briefcase full of ill-begotten cash and was guarding it for Siegel. In return, Green got free room and board for life at the Al Cortez. When Green died, rumor has it that he still haunts the vintage Vegas hotel wing. Currently, hotel employees claim paranormal activity and refused to go to certain areas of the hotel, particularly in the basement. 
staying downtown, we were moved down a little ways on Fremont Street to Binion's Gambling Hall and Hotel Apache, which opened in 1932. Over the years, this place has garnered fame for its ghosts. Heck, even Zach Bagans took his ghost adventure show on tour of the place. In fact, it's so haunted, Binion's own website promotes the haunting. From their own site, and I quote, over the course of 90 years, this historic Hotel Apache and Binion's Gambling Hall have had many reports of spirited guests in residence who make it clear that Hotel Apache and Binion's Gambling Hall still belongs to them. Several employees have been touched, nudged, and reports of sightings of figures and ghost hunters have reported high levels on their EMF meters and motion sensors, along with mediums seeing actual image of past owner family members. Best part, guys. Book your next stay at the historic Hotel Apache and let us know what you experience. Now, if that's not marketing to a certain demographic, I don't know what is. I have even seen reports that prior to COVID, they were going to have ghost hunting packages that you could rent and explore and document your own encounters, which if I'm honest, is a really cool thing to see that the property is pushing in this day and age. It is also believed that Benny Binion himself and his wife Tay Jane still haunt the property as well, as the old mobster is keeping tabs on the place that he bought in 1951. Then there is a story that comes from Fox 5 Vegas, link in description, that tells of a portal that exists in Hotel Apache as well. From the article, a medium, Dalcia Hawking, tours the property and has some strange experiences while there. Here are some from the excerpt. In room 376, as soon as we got there, I could feel the spirit over here, Hawking said. She and fellow medium, Brandy Knapp, felt the spirit of a man. He has brown hair. He looks to be about 40-ish years old. They believe his life ended here, but that's not what they said he wanted to focus on. He's showing us a memory that he had, and he actually stayed in this room. He used the words lonely, despair. I'm hearing rock bottom. They want to help him escape. His wife is coming forward, and there are three children, Knapp said. He's already making his way. That's all he needed. Once the doors are open for him to cross over, usually the loved ones are the ones on the other side to help him with the transition. Hawking said, Binion's is a portal between the two worlds. The spirits move from room to room, but there's one particular location where a lot of them will congregate together. This room is behind 400, and on the blueprints, there is what is known as a penthouse that was built on the fourth floor. The hotel elevator only takes guests to three floors, a hotel secret. The account room behind room 400 was once used for sorting money from the casino. I could feel a heaviness in my chest as soon as I turned the corner, Hawking said. It's like they're coming from here. They're coming from here. It just feels to me like this is a crossing point. And while properties such as the Plaza, Golden Gate, Downtown Grand have their fair share of stories, we can leave them for another time, folks. Let's head on down to the Las Vegas Strip, where there are a few good stories to share as well. Last year on episode four, and then our Halloween bonus shows, we talked about places from the Mirage, Tropicana, and Pine Hollywood. And this year we're kicking off the strip ghost tour with a place that is well just as creepy if you don't like clowns and that's circus circus 
When Jay Sarno opened up the property as a budget hotel and casino with the focus on families in 1968, his mob ties to Vegas would lead to a violent and dark history on the place. Probably the most famous story comes from KNTV in which guests and employees of the hotel and casino have reported hearing loud cries for help in the casino poker rooms and in rooms 123, 230, 576, and 203, which is the most famous. The words help me have been reported to appear on bathroom mirrors and loud screaming as well throughout the hallways. One story says a woman who was staying there in room 123 shot her young child and then committed suicide and that it's her little boy who's crying for help. There has also been a lady seen walking the halls asking for a man named Robert, but then vanishes as she walks away. And that's not Sarno's only haunted property. Right down the strip from his very first property he built, which is probably his most famous, and that's Caesar's Palace. This iconic strip property has its own haunted stories as well. According from an excerpt in an article from World Financial Review, when asked his opinion on Caesar's expert Adrian Siraka of Online Casino said, Caesar's Palace is one of the most fun casinos in Las Vegas and one of the most sinister. Many gamblers who have a knack for the dark and mysterious have been drawn to it, and I expect that many more will in the future as well. Most rumors stem from the eerie sense of the activated fountains being turned on and off on their own. Many believe in the paranormal also point to the craps table that was thought to be haunted for years, paying off a profit to gamblers for 13 months in a row, an event unheard of in the world of casino owners. In fact, some sources report that casino staff members were so unsettled by the table that one day it was taken out and buried. The statue-laden Roman-influenced architecture of Caesar's Palace also creates a creepy, somewhat disarming illusion and gives the location a sinister demeanor. And finally, we head to the south end of the Strip and check in on the Excalibur. Yes, the Excalibur, you say? That medieval budget hotel and casino? Yes, that same one that was built where the failed Xandu project was done in. Surprisingly, it's haunted. On numerous sites, the stories are all the same, so I wanted to share this with you in closing. According to Vegas For All, they say consider checking in into a room on the 10th floor of the Excalibur Hotel and Casino. The medieval-themed hotel and casino that opened on the site of the abandoned Xanadu project in 1990 is one of the most haunted hotels in Las Vegas. Guests have reported feeling followed as they walk down the 10th floor hallway. Sudden chills and eerie whispers with no apparent source are also common. Television switch on and off, displaying static. Phones ring out of nowhere with deadlines at the end when picked up. Furniture moves mysteriously and shifts from room to room. It's enough to make even the most hardened skeptic into a true believer. And if that wasn't enough, a review on June of 2019 by Trojan Man 152 on TripAdvisor stated, I stayed in the 10th floor and I heard online that the floor was known to be haunted. I'm here to tell you, yes, it's true. The 10th floor is haunted. Stayed four nights, first night, awoken to the sounds of my shower running and sounds of deep, heavy breathing next to me in my bed. It freaked me out and I could not fall back asleep. Second night, 
My closet door was abruptly open, waking me up, and then the TV volume levels kept going up on their own and making a crackling noise. Third and fourth night, nothing happened. It was an interesting experience, but I lost some sleep because of it. Wow, that's a really, really detailed and chilling tale. I'll tell you that right now. So there you go. Five properties in Las Vegas that are supposed to be haunted and some great stories from them as well. Again, I have links to all the sites in the description, so please go ahead and check them out. That said, overall, the two that really stuck to me were the El Cortez and Excalibur. El Cortez because I've stayed there multiple times and is one of my favorite places. But there are times just with how old it is, as if there's something unusual out there. And with Excalibur, because of all the stories online I've read from all the people about the 10th floor, heavy breathing, noises, things going on, and also because I have a friend that stayed there that was in town during a convention and was on the 10th floor. But when I went up to visit him, nothing happened. But still, I find that very interesting. So that's our show today. Make sure to hit that like button. And if you like the show, please leave a comment. And if you want to interact with me again, I'm on Twitter at Vegas underscore KA and on Instagram and Facebook at Talking Vegas All Day with KA. Also, the show's on Apple and Spotify podcast platforms as well. So again, have you had paranormal experience in Las Vegas? If so, leave a comment and tell me about it. Jay and I would love to hear from you. And that's all the time we have for today. And thanks for stopping by. And we'll see you next time on Talking Vegas All Day with me, K.A. Okay.